Hi everyone, quick disclaimer before the podcast starts. Uh, the audio had to be re-recorded for some parts, or literally all of it, because it was just corrupted. It just wasn't audible. And so I apologise in advance for any like buzzing or fizzing or something like that. It's something we're working out and hopefully be able to solve in the future episodes. So please just bear with for the time being. Thank you. <laughs> Okay, so hi, my name is Alyssa and welcome back to the After Lights Out podcast. Um, I'm excited to say that today I'm joined with a very special guest, Annika. Hello. Ellie has decided to take a step back from responsibilities of the podcast just so she can focus on her blog, which is Ellie Does F1. So you make sure you check that out, please, and go support it as much as you can. She's still hugely involved, but today we have Annika. So Annika, take the wheel. Hello. Hi, I am Annika. This is now a UK based podcast plus me from Sydney <laughs> um whoopsies so yeah I'm Annika I'm from Sydney um currently 20 years old just a bit of recap like I'm studying uh something called visual communication which is a bit of a graphic design bit of web design any sort of design really I don't really know what I'm doing with my future either <laughs> so don't ask me um <laughs> and then yeah f1 actually is a super recent hobby for me so i'm looking forward to Alyssa and ellie teaching me more because i only got into it end of last year um around like august so apologies if i say anything correctly um call me out on anything i say incorrectly i'm still trying to learn as well um yeah library library yeah literally <laughs> library and me saying alpine i just don't want to say alpine i'm just like oh that's dirty anyway. For real? um yeah that's that's me hopefully you'll get to know me a bit better and soon we can also um get ellie back into it because i'd love to have her on here as well sorry for the delay guys yeah we were just sorting a few things out behind the scenes obviously with having to teach annika the ropes like you know yeah i think it's gonna be very exciting having her thank you you can see f1 through like a fresh pair of eyes you know there's no bias there <laughs> you haven't had a chance to form these biases uh, i mean there'll be a few drivers <laughs> yeah well i've been trying to like watch in the off season i bought f1 tv and i watched like i did i did the very shameful thing where i watched all of daniel ricardo's wins <laughs> just his win. <laughs> so I went back to like 2014 Canada and I was like let's go my boy anyway I have so much respect for that honestly like I know I was probably like... do the same yeah so you were speaking we were speaking the other day and you were like mm. I'm so used to hearing the English national anthem and then the German one straight after and for <laughs> me it's like I'm so used to hearing the like Australian and then the Austrian because it's the only races I've watched <laughs> well like and I watched like the second half of last year you're getting used to English to German, I, I to am. I'm sure. Anyway, okay. um, <laughs> I want to quickly say something. We've got a very special birthday today. We're recording <laughs> recording on Alyssa's birthday. Yeah, we are. <laughs> That's super exciting. This isn't an April's Fool's joke. It's legitimately no. her birthday. It is my birthday, I promise. I've already had someone ask me, like, in the group chat whether this is an April Fool's joke. Yeah. Like, no, I promise you, it is actually my birthday. Oh my gosh, poor thing. I'm 20 now. Oh my god, I'm like, you know, no offence to you, but I'm ancient. Kimi Raikkonen and Fernando Alonso have been in F1 or started F1 before I was even born. Oh my god. Hey, at least, at least, yeah, at least you're not like me. I figured out that I was three days older than Yuki Tsunoda and I was like, (laughs) I can't, I can't do this. I feel so unaccomplished. Same. Yeah, so first race. Yeah. Super exciting. Uh, Yeah, I feel like a lot happened during the race. 
Like there was a lot going on. Yeah. And it was a good thing we waited a couple of days to record this because mm. so much has come up like afterwards. Yeah, there's so much oh, oh no. going on. Well, yeah. Well, like the best place to start is probably practice because that's the start of the weekend. Yeah. Um. Uh. I know the weather was like pretty bad, so like that kind of affected some of the cars. And yeah, then... I think you really got to see the lack of downforce because mm. of the weather. Yeah. Because everyone was like all the teams were like we're literally just sliding around because they don't have those correct me if i'm wrong they don't have those little um it's narrowed down at the back now but it's also they don't have those like little ventilation which allows the air to travel underneath so they're all just sliding because of the wind mm. and lap times were also like generally mm. slower because of it because of you know the regulation changes and stuff it's even in qualifying as well as practice you mm. can see the difference in lap times whether it affects the bigger teams more than the smaller teams or the smaller teams more than the bigger teams, you know. Like, on my staff now, like... <laughs> yeah, he was so, like... He, uh, oh, my gosh, he was so upset. <laughs> which, I I don't know if I should say rightly so, because, like, they did, like, almost steal the 2019 Mercedes, mm. and now they've been forced to make it... Was it legal? It was legal, it was legal, but... <laughs> I mean, like, they were kind of copying a car. Yeah. Oh, yeah they came up with them on their own, who knows. yeah. And practice was a good place to um, actually see that Mercedes is still dominant. Like, mm. they weren't topping the, the times, but it wasn't as bad as, like, the preseason testing yeah. suggested. I mean, at least it's this year looks like it's going to be a closer battle at the top of the championship. And, you know, mm. involving Max Verstappen as well as Lewis Hamilton. So, like, inter-team rather than just in one team. Yeah. As well as, like, also... The midfield battle seemed a lot closer this year than, I mean, last mm. year was really close as well, but this year seems like it's going to be quite good, actually. So, um, um, like, I don't think anything, any major happened during the free practice session. Uh, I know Kimmy had a spin. Yeah. I don't think he hit the wall. I feel like he just went into the dirt. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, neither do I. To be honest, I was at work, so <laughs> I was only <laughs> I was only watching the live times on my phone yeah. while I was working. Didn't have a chance to watch. <laughs> whoopsies well to be honest i didn't watch every single minute of practice just because yeah not a lot happens in it usually yeah um, i just know that kimmy spun and that was that <laughs> but that's okay uh, so... um and then quali <laughs> i was rather annoyed watching quali i think most people were when they were watching it as well really one driver in particular with with fettel yeah, yeah, with the Vettel situation. I, mean, I, I understand why he was penalised, because, you know, yellow flags, you have to obey them. That's yeah. kind of just, like, the basic rule. Like, I found myself getting so frustrated for him. I just I just don't understand how one driver can spin, like, so mm. much. I mean, yeah, it's his rookie season, you know, and all that. He's going to make mistakes, but, like, that many? Yeah, I just, and I think mm. the worst part is everyone's, like, really... It's so weird now that Vettel's changed to mm. Astamon. Everyone's, like, super... I just see like a, such a renewed sense yeah. of his like fan base. Like everyone's like, yes, fifth world title, come on, Seb, let's go. It's looking and it's really like nice likely. to see that. <laughs> I know. It's so nice to see that. And then like them in preseason mm. and then like Seb in quali and practice. It was like, oh, oh no, baby boy. <laughs> baby boy, I say when he's like 32. <laughs> Obviously he hasn't had the most time to practice because of contesting. He mm. didn't get many laps in either. Yeah. Did he did he have a problem with the engine or something? Yeah, he did. Um, um I, No, he did. He he had like an engine oh, I'm probably mistaken, mm. but something 
he did not have as many left like laps as other people like yeah. he i think on the first day he had literally like yeah 12 and i'm probably hugely mistaken no, but i remember like that, but... comparably it's so much less yeah i remember there being a lot of talk about the reliability of the engine or the mercedes gearbox mm. whatever part of the car they have for the mercedes and like it would really it will be interesting to see whether the main team themselves start having problems yeah like if they have these failures during the races i feel like that could really open up the championship <laughs> But obviously in quali, we got a max pole, back-to-back <laughs> poles, technically. <laughs> I am just so happy for him, like, being able to meet the Mercedes. It was just, like, incredible to watch. Mm. And it was, like, it took a long time for him to get his first pole and to have, like, you know, the back-to-back poles. It's just, it's been a really good journey he's been on, I feel like. Anyway, back to quali. Uh, I think Sainz had some problems, uh, like, engine problems during one of the latter stages of qualifying. I think it might have been Q2, um, but I don't think it affected him too much because he still put in a time to get into Q3 and he was still mm. running. I was a bit shocked by his qualifying position. Mm. To see like Charles come, what was it, fifth? Fourth? Uh, I think it was up there. Fifth. It was, it was either fifth or fourth. Maybe he was yeah, because then it was... Daniel, Daniel, <laughs> and oh my god, this is just, this Daniel, is why Daniel was definitely up there. Like we probably should. This is why you do not do the podcast like five days after the races no. happen. <laughs> anyway, but no. I'll keep talking while you switch that up. Um, yeah, I was super surprised at the like disparity between them, and I don't know if that's like valid on my behalf because of course Carlos is in a new car and a new team, but I don't know. Like I felt like in testing it was much closer between yeah, the two yeah. of them i agree with but that but maybe charles just knows how to pull it out of the car pierre gasly oh yeah pierre got fifth yes he did that man pierre gasly i am just blown away by his performance literally he's that's why it was so fun. heartbreaking in the race which we'll talk about in oh, a sec yeah that that broke me that did just oh uh, but like uh seeing both mclarens do well was solid really nice to see yeah they did a decent job. It's not their best performance, but it's not the worst. Like Ferrari as well. Yeah. They've definitely improved a lot since last season. Q3. Both cars into Q3. That was just exceptional. From the tractor. Last performance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One disappointment for me was Sergio Perez. Um, yeah. He should have qualified higher. Can't even remember the exact reason why he didn't. Mm. Whether it was just being unlucky. Yeah. But I, I mean, he managed to pull it back mm. in the race. I've seen a lot of people say that... Um, like Perez is more of like, and I agree, he's not really a fast like qualifying driver, but he's a really, no, I agree with that. he's a really reliable track driver, and he's really um like fantastic in how he manages yeah. his tires. Um, I think like there's more than more than r- races yeah, I, I can name where he's that. done that. Um, so it was so funny because my dad's a Perez fan. He's like, <laughs> why did my man not get into Q three? And I was like, I don't know, I don't know. Just you wait until yeah. the Sunday. I mean, like, but, like, imagine if he could nail Saturdays, like, on the qualifying on Saturdays. If he gets his act together, say, by the next race, mm. he could be a championship contender, I feel like. Instead of having to fight from the midfield, he could be up at the front, like, yeah. actually fighting. With, like, Lewis and Max and sometimes Valtteri. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. I think so, too. Um, yeah, I don't know. Well, like, let's give it. Let's give him the benefit of the doubt, because yeah. it's his first race weekend in, in a new car. I have high hopes for him. Very high hopes. Yeah. Um, I don't think anything else happened. No. Nothing too exciting. Other than Vettel not getting into Q2. 
because of the yellow flags yeah. from Mazepin spin. Or should I say spins? And, and then, then Williams aren't the spice in liquid anymore. <gasps> Hell yeah, Latifi and Russell. <laughs> <laughs> it's something I shouldn't celebrate because it's the bare minimum. Oh, I am can rightly so, celebrate so happy. that. That is fantastic. We like They're definitely not the fastest, no. no. It w- I'm sorry, are you telling me that Williams isn't gonna be competing against um the Mercedes <gasps> this year? I honestly Shocker. wish they were. <laughs> What what track conditions would it require for that to happen? Wet. Honestly. Everyone in front of them crashes. <laughs> Literally. It would require a Germany 2019 for sure. I think it was then. Oh, it was, it was a really wet race. They're super slow. The 20 second pit spot. Was it 20 seconds of Lewis's one? I swear it was like closer to 50 seconds. Oh yeah, it was. Because I remember the, the Mercedes tweet being like, Reels can o- like Instagram reels can only be like <laughs> thirty seconds long. Someone was like oh, making an Instagram reel and they were like self thirty seconds long. <laughs> anyway, those are the best. I just really hope that can happen. Mm. I mean, if we haven't because of how the calendar is mm. and and some races are out of sync here from where they should usually be in the calendar, yeah. like Australia's towards the end of the year. Oh, can I just mention um, if we were to have Melbourne when we were supposed to have Melbourne. Mm. The the opening race of the season would have been a bloody wet weather race. It was pouring. It was pouring. Are you kidding me? My mates went down. What? That's... It was, and I was like, oh my God, what was the weather like today? And they were like, it was pissing down rain. And I was like, holy crap, that would have been... That's, like, it may have been dangerous, but it would have also been exciting. That would have been so fun. Yeah. I know Max does really well in the race. Like, wet races. Yeah. As well as a few of the drivers. Mm. Drivers like Lewis. I mean, he's there or thereabouts, depending on the day. Yeah. Oh, now I want to wear the race. I know. <laughs> we'll get one. Surely. We have all year. They're my favourites. When it comes to the UK, I'm sure we'll have a oh, yeah. race. So, after that. So, after mm. that, the race happened. It did. <laughs> but even before the race, there was some problems. There was a problem for Sergio. Yes. Poor thing. His, like, entire car just turned off, I think. Yeah. And I saw something... Um, like that came out in the last couple of days like I think the engineers were like thank goodness he knew like what to do because it didn't even occur to me that they lost radio to him like so they couldn't tell oh them I, I did of course I genuinely like, the whole car switches off and they couldn't tell him how to restart I think it that properly. happened to like Danny Kvyat in Baku well 20... done Baku <laughs> <laughs> it's a very specific moment that I can't remember the specific day but his car basically just like his car just turned off basically i'll take your word for it (laughs) so very similar to um sergio yeah it's just like yeah it's like you don't even think about that but yeah so formation lap for perez engine failure he's an experienced driver with a lot of skill but he started from the back multiple times before yeah just look at last time he was in bahrain bahrain he likes bahrain bahrain doesn't like him Um, so yeah, yeah, that happened on the formation lap, and I think Yuki overshot. <laughs> yeah, he had to reverse. Yes, yeah, <laughs> poor thing. Um, but like the amount of things they've got to do to reverse their car, it's just. Mm, it was like seven button pushes. It was insane. Because why would you ever need to reverse in a Formula One car? Why the heck? Baku, <laughs> Baku. <laughs> I am stupid. <laughs> oh my god, oh, oh he's talking about Ricardo into Kvyat. <laughs> yeah. Oh, poor thing. I completely forgot, but that was so funny. Oh, was... <laughs> Sidetracked, yeah, track. okay. <laughs> um, um, the race. Lights go out, away we go, Yeah, as they say. <laughs> I just started laughing as I talked about what happened. <laughs> yeah. It was, I shouldn't, but... It... it was a whirlwind of events. 
in yeah. the first like what was it corner three yeah turn three what corner was it one two three three or four yeah. Turn four's at the end of the street, so yeah, it's turn three for sure. Yeah, yeah, Where yeah. Roman Grosjean had his big incident, the firebomb, mm. and Kimi spun during the race after. It was one of the offers anyway. I don't know whether mm. it was Kimi for sure. That exact same spot, and then Mazepin. <laughs> Went off. Unfortunately, with the, from the bottom of my heart, it yeah. broke me to see him spin. At first, like I was like worried, because obviously with everything that happened last year, it's just a panic. And then I find out that everyone's okay and that it was Mazepin and mm. I couldn't help but laugh. No. I it I, was he just like I don't want to say karma, but he like full sent it into the corner. Like but you know what was actually kinda interesting to see? Didn't I think Mick mm. also spun Yeah, he spun corner. That has car just Yeah, so yeah, that something's up with that car. Like Something has always been up with the Haas car. Mm, I agree. And if you're focusing on 2022, like you're going to be the slowest on the grid. It's and, just... and how do you expect to gain like any money? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's just, you know, I can I get why they want to. I mean, yeah, focus on now, but it's just not worth Completely it. Completely abandon this season. Yeah, it's just, I don't get it. I mean, more wind tunnel time. Yeah, but like wind tunnel time and like no money. You're going to have no car. Anyway, we digress. Oh, another thing that I found quite funny but during the well when Mazepin had his spin um I can't remember which commentator it was but one of them <gasps> said something along the lines of like how did he manage to spin or crash like when he was the slowest car on the grid oh when he, that's not word for word what he said but like it was on the lines of yeah <laughs> like how did, yeah. I mean to be fair it's true like how did he manage yeah literally and then um all the jokes coming out afterwards that was like Mazespin. it was so funny Mazepin no but the funny ones was like the safety car did more laps than um, <laughs> Mazepin, and then and then I saw I was on my my TikTok algorithm is algorithm is scarily accurate, and it was like people who have done more laps in an F one car than um, Mazepin oh because he's done zero technically, and it was like Michael Jordan, Will Ferrell, <laughs> it was all these really, really it was like the Queen. Oh gosh, <laughs> I can't pity Anywho. him <laughs> at all. Like in the slightest, I just do not pity him. We have 22 more races. Yeah. Okay, the, so race. the race. A lot happened, I felt. Yeah. There's a lot of battles going on. All right. Some bits I found myself zoning out, but like not really zoning out. Mm. Do you know what I mean? It just wasn't as exciting as what we have seen in the past. It wasn't boring. I really enjoyed this race, actually. Yeah. We had a lot of midfield battles and the battle at the front as well with like strategy. Yeah, that's like, I genuinely mm-hmm. love. Yeah. Yeah, but okay. I genuinely love the Bahrain track because you can't do one pit stop. Mm. Like, that's something I noticed a lot when I was watching the old races is that they, like, I I think I was watching, like, Canada 2014 and there were literally, like, three to four pit stops and it just made everything so much more interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I really loved it when we we come to Bahrain, it's always, like, Mm. you can't do one pit stops. Your tyres will absolutely just give in on you. Yeah. Um, And, yeah, and a lot of midfield battles, especially between um, Alonso, Sainz and Vettel, that was amazing. Yeah, that was a good one. Like two ex Ferrari drivers against the current Ferrari driver. Yeah. It was just so exciting to what see. What a good line. And it, and it was a good battle as well. Like they were managing to fight each other like really closely. It was clean. Like, yeah, mm. yeah, it was. It was like half a lap. It felt like so much longer though. Watching it live, it felt like I'd been watching it for laps and laps. But it was just so, so good to see. But there were loads of other little battles as well. Oh, and it just came to me, another thing that happened at the start was Pierre Gasly. Yes. And his front wing losing it against the back of the car. Well, was it the starting lap? 
one of the starting laps, I think. Anyway, yeah. Restart from the safety car? Maybe, like, something like that. It happened around that time. It was so heartbreaking to watch. I just don't understand how it happened, though. Like, how can a front wing just break like that with barely any damage to the other car? But Daniel... But we found out now that Daniel did have something wrong. He had damage. Oh, okay, okay. Well, that explains a bit more. That makes me feel a bit... <laughs> it didn't end his race, but it took off, like, a lot of downforce, apparently. Yeah, yeah, it definitely did. But still, yeah, I get what you mean. But, like... The tyre, I was like so surprised that he didn't get a puncture because like the contact, the point contact was between the front wing and the, mm. the tyre. And I was just a bit surprised at that, to be honest. Because the Pirelli tyres have definitely come a long way, but like you could just tell, like in previous seasons, a small tap would have mm. like ruined a race, like the tyre would have just gone. But yeah. it just seemed and to... And the way the wing just like, just went under him. Like it mm. was so weird. It was, it was like usually yeah. it'll, you know, break off like or something, but it was like it tapped. And then there was, like, nothing issue, and then it just went under him. And I was like, what the heck just happened? Mm, but, like, you saw similar, well, not, like, two similar incidents on track. Like, little taps between drivers. And, like, none of them lost their front wing like that. Or punctured the tyre. Or anything, really. There's no damage. I mean, I think Lance Stroll he, Yeah, I think I, I recall that, too. And I think Seb had had some sort of damage from his spin with Ocon. Ocon. It was in the biggest of crashes. Yeah. Stop spinning again. No! <laughs> I thought we left all the spinning in the past, you know. <laughs> That's what we left it last in, year. I was going to say Turkey, but that was Bottas. Um, bring back Turkey, please, that honestly. Great, Put yeah. that on the calendar. Anyway. Yeah, but anyway, okay. Um, Well, there was a lot that happened during this race, I feel like. There were loads of small little battles. Yeah. Like, they weren't the most significant to affect the race, but they were just, it was just fun to watch, I felt like. Hmm. And it was just made for a good race. Yeah. And I wonder how much of that is, like, the the, the um, FAA, like, ruling. Like, um, the changes to the cars, the regulations. Mm. That's what's for far out. Because, um, like, obviously the cars look a lot more difficult to handle. And there was a lot of, like, understeer and oversteer. Yeah. I still feel like the DRS on the main straight is too powerful. In some instances, um, cars were mm-hmm. able to overtake and complete the manoeuvre before the corner which just seems a little unfair i mean yeah like more overtakes are going to happen that way but it just i'd like to see them having to work harder if that makes any sort of sense like you know the battling in between yeah like through the corners like with carlos fernando and seba those the battling throughout Mm. they were just more fun to watch than just zooming past on the street yeah no i get you nothing major just something that's a little i think that's like every f1 fan it's like um doesn't bother me like too too much. Yeah. It's just something if I could change something I would change that probably, you know. Just to mm. make it a bit shorter so overtakes are less likely and they're more likely to be battling yeah. on the other parts of the track. Do we want to talk about the infamous track limits? Ooh. <laughs> How can we not talk about that like this? I mean, I can understand it, but it was just genuinely so confusing how it changed between the sessions and stuff and during the race. Yeah. It was just which is a bit confusing how Lewis was allowed to do it when he wasn't when he was just doing it normally, but Max wasn't able to do an overtaking move with it. Yeah. Just... So it was it was during practice and qualifying they were like you cannot run over on turn four, right? And then mm. on the day of the race or like the day before the race, the FAA was like I watched the WTF one video, bless their souls, <laughs> for helping me learn everything about F one when I was getting into it. But they said <laughs> something like you can go over while setting a lap time. I think that was what everyone was pissed about. It's like, well, what does setting a lap time mean? Yeah, I thought like they weren't being consistent. And it's like, how many, how many times can you do it? Because mm. Lewis went over 
29 times out of 56 laps. You need to have like a blanket rule for the entire week and not do something that changes depending yeah. on how they're feeling. Like just like a very definitive rule. You can or you cannot go over this path. Yeah. It's just frustrating for some of the drivers. Max, you know, it was his overtaking move that was, you know, not Yeah, allowed. and it was such a beautiful battle. Yeah. Yeah. Like Lewis should have left Max enough room, but then also like he was also entitled to take the racing line. And so Max just tried to stick out and he just wasn't enough room out there. In my opinion, I don't think he forced him out. I think there was enough room. No, I, I agree with that. Like, And I think his tyres, like, like all of a sudden dropped off in those last couple yeah. of laps. Like, he was on the radio being like... In the, from the dirt from going outside the... the yeah, true. Track limits. True. I don't know. I was just, like, really frustrated because... I mean, he said to himself that he didn't want to give the position back because he thought he could get the five seconds on Lewis. Yeah, and just make up for it. And... I think he could have. Like, it would have been close, for sure. Yeah. And, but the only person he would have lost out to is Lewis. Like, Valtteri was nowhere near. Like, they were always, <laughs> like, constantly telling Valtteri over Team Radio to, like, pick up the pace to get up to Lewis, but he just wasn't. Mm. I don't think there was anything wrong with the car, whether he was just slow. Like, every single radio message I heard to Valtteri, it just, they were just encouraging him to, like, pick yeah. up the pace, you know, catch up to Max and Lewis, you can get in this fight. And then he just didn't. <laughs> yeah, I need your, um help on something but i saw somewhere floating around that this was the year that valtteri was going to become more of an asshole like not an asshole but like more, more selfish like, of a driver you like, know yeah i'm just gonna do what is you that correct? Me to. or am i am i just reading rumors he's i feel like he's been saying that for the past few years <laughs> <laughs> yeah because every single week he's like, yeah i'm gonna take this battle to lewis i'm not gonna take no crap from no one be at the top and all that and last year, I will give it to him. Yeah. It was very promising at the start of the first race, but then he just kind of fell off. And yeah, his performance yeah. just wasn't there. I don't know. I mean, it's hard to be the teammate to a seven-time world champion, mm. I can imagine. And he had another record broken during the race, I think. Oh, yeah, most laps led, right? Over, over 5,000 for sure. That number 5, is just... I can't. I think he, he broke it. It was Schumacher's previous record, and he broke it in the end by something like 13 laps. It's just like mm. phenomenal to even like comprehend. He's, he's gonna beat it even more as the preseason yeah. progresses. Like I can guarantee that he's going to be leading some lap. It's it's a given at this yeah. point. Yeah, but yeah, I guess that's what was so refreshing about this race is like, at least there was a battle. Like mm. it wasn't, oh, Lewis is now ten seconds ahead, and it's we got twenty mm. laps to go. Like at least that's what's sort of promising to me about the season opener is that it's like hey, like it might still be yeah. Mercedes dominance, but at least there'll actually be some action like towards, like throughout the entire race. It did seem like a really promising for the future of the season. Mm. Go for it. Because of the extra formation lap, a lap was taken off of the total the race. Uh, like, lap, yeah, lap time, race time distance. Would Max have been able to overtake Lewis on the last lap? Because he was so, so close. He was. He dropped off, but then he was back up again. He was in GRS the entire if time. If he would have had just one more lap, do you reckon he could have gotten the win? I don't know. It's it. Do you know what happened, actually? <laughs> it's all no, so it's cheap. Honda. Well. It's Honda. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what actually happened? Um, quick, quick side <laughs> note. Um, I was watching... So, sorry, guys. I live in Sydney. So, for me to watch the race live, I would have had to woke, wake up at 2am and my body said no. So, I watched it in the morning. But... Um, that at the streaming that I was watching it on said like at the little side note I was trying to like avoid to see who won so it was like completely fresh to me but the little um streamer that I watched it on was like it said Bottas and I flicked over and I was like 
it said like Bottas and season opener and I was like oh my god this Bottas win did I just spoil the entire thing for myself and so <laughs> I didn't want to read anymore because I didn't want to spoil anything so I was sitting there I was sitting there the last laps and I was like well if Bottas has to win like Max is taking out Lewis somehow I don't know how it's gonna happen oh and, I, and then like Lewis came home I- that would have been so good. I wish. I know. Like I was sitting there waiting for Bot- for Max to take out Lewis because I was like, well, the thing said that Bottas won. And then at the end of the race, I looked and it was like, Bottas has won the last two season openers. Can he do it again? But because no, I didn't want to spoil it for myself, I didn't read the entire thing. Anyway. Max is lucky because he's not the second Red Bull driver. Well, I mean, Checo's not the second one either, but, like, Lewis has a habit of taking out second Red Bull drivers like he did with Alex. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) We might just have had a vendetta against Alex. If it would have been Sergio, I would say stay back a few paces, give him an extra bit of wiggle room just to avoid... Yeah, he has a a vendetta. He's attracted to those Red Bulls. He always finds a way to hit them. I swear. I was genuinely, like, fearful, I guess. (laughs) But like some of those camera angles made it look so much closer than what it was and I thought they would like they touched or whether they were going to touch and they just didn't. <laughs> I was just like so stressed for Max, I was expecting him to get taken mm. out. <laughs> but I mean, luckily he didn't, I mean that's... Yeah, only two retirements. I thought, like it just I thought there were like more retirements towards the end especially, but I think they had completed enough race distance oh, they got, to be yeah. considered like True. finishes. I can't quite remember who it was though. Maybe like yeah, Latifi? I think I heard that too. Alonso. Oh yeah, Alonso yes. with the sandwich bag. The sandwich bag. He was doing so well as well, and then just to retire after doing so well in the top yeah. ten it must have been so painful for him. Yeah, that that's like one thing that also surprised me was Alonso in the race. Mm. Um, I was like, I don't like part of me, part of my heart aches for like the younger drivers. Where I'm like, why is Alonso coming back? He's literally. Yeah two-time champion which i know it's like incomparable if you love racing you love racing but like 40 something years old 41 perhaps 40 he's like anywho double my age (laughs) but i was like he's still got his youthful spirit though yeah but i was like i wanted him i think deep down like i wanted him to do badly so i could be like see like this should have gone to hulkenberg this should have gone to albon go on um, joe kiviat you know like even magnuson formula two drivers deserve it yeah more. formula two like <laughs> callum eilot like which he isn't formula two anymore but um should have gone to us yeah but yeah to see him <laughs> can you tell i'm still better right so <laughs> anything else in the actual race we want to talk about do we want to talk about overall like who impressed us and shit like that. I mean, yeah, that'd be a good place to go. Did you want to go first? Yeah, um, I think I already said it. Like, I was actually super impressed by Alonso, much to my dismay. I was... Um, no, <laughs> I no, no, no. I was as well. Before his retirement, I was... It was good to see him in a car, because obviously when he was last in the sport, he was at McLaren, which they weren't at their best. No. They held all those reliability issues they had problems with just overall pace as well so seeing him in a car that can give him competitive results but he knows how to push that car he was beating esteban mm. is, esteban is a strong driver how he mm. was able to do that off the bat it was after some time out of the sport it's really good to yeah. see yeah how about you oh uh, yeah yuki obviously <gasps> my boy how he was able to get his first points of the season first points of his career even it was just so yeah. so good to see first Promising just promising season, really. yeah. And I saw somewhere that was like it was the first uh, points 
owned by a Japanese driver since 2012. Wow. Yeah. So that was... Kobayashi? I think, yeah, I think it's Kobayashi. Um, see, I'm a fast learner, guys. I know. <laughs> I know what's up. Um, but yeah. I don't. <laughs> I mean, Kobayashi is the only other Japanese driver I can think of at the moment. So. Yeah. Um, oh, Perez. Perez, pit lane to P5. Like, we said it at the start. He's he's might not be a strong quality driver at the moment, but like definitely in the race. He's yeah fantastic. He has some of the best race mm. pace that I've seen in like ages. He's an exceptional driver. And I'm glad he's got a seat. I was a little skeptical at first because there were other drivers that I thought were not favoured, but I mm. thought they were more deserving in a way. Like they needed a chance. Like Alex he's out of the seat. But he's really, really pushing that car and pushing Max. Yeah. If he were to start getting better qualifying, he should be able to yeah, stick it to sure. Max a bit better. And then, um... And again, Max is impressive as well. Yeah. Like, both him and Lewis are exceptional drivers. I'm not even surprised that they're good anymore. <laughs> yeah. Um, Lando. Lando and P4. That was great. Um, I read somewhere that he was, like, as he overtook Charles, um, and, like, halfway through the race, he was having, like, flashbacks to Austria last year. Um, and he was, he was like, hoping he could get another podium. Um, which, like... If Valtteri would have had a problem, then. if Valtteri's already slow pit stop took was slower, <laughs> we did not talk but about like that. Like he made a second pit stop, or I think it would have been a third pit stop towards the end, mm. so we could get the fastest lap. Mm. And like, imagine if that pit stop would have Com- gone wrong as well. Wrong. No. And then Lando would have gotten to the podium. Yeah. That would be the dream result. No shade to Valtteri. But like Lando on the podium would have just been beautiful. Yeah, but even even as his people was like super, um, like comforting. Comforting might not be the right word, but to see that McLaren it's is it's very still promising. Promising, that's like, it. Like I'm very optimistic. Pro- yeah, that McLaren is still like looking at the moment, and I know it's very early to say that, but looking like they could retain a P3 in the championships again for sure. Yeah. Ferrari might start start pressuring them, challenging yeah. them, and such. And if Alonso can get some good results in the Renault, that could be... Renault? Like, they could be <laughs> up there. Who's to say? Like, anything could happen. Like, Esteban had the spin with Seb. I'm sure he would have finished a lot higher. And Fernando would have finished mm. in the points if it hadn't been for Sanchez. Well, I reckon he would. You know, definitely top 10 finish. Yeah. He's just fantastic. Is that everything from Ferris? Well, we could talk about... Um, I reckon we talk about, like, what was unfortunate or who we were disappointed in and then the podium. Yeah, so... Um, I wasn't disappointed disappointed in this driver but more like disappointed with what happened with Pierre yeah I think it was um, more unfortunate just more like I wasn't disappointed in him but more because obviously he's an exceptional driver and stuff I was just a bit annoyed for him that his first race ended so badly with the damage that meant that he couldn't compete Mm. in the positions that he wanted to it was just Just so frustrating to watch it's the same with Seb yeah it was painful to see him I was also like a bit it was unfortunate just because I'm a huge like Ricardo fangirl just to see him mm. like finish p7 like i know it's still good but i mean yeah yeah i think there's a I lot of high hopes on him especially and like it, it was a bit comforting to see that afterwards there was like an issue with the car um so hopefully in <laughs> there's the something future, to blame other than him <laughs> i know i'm like damn you car um but like because i think to see lando p4 and then him p7 i think that's what was like not clicking for me i was like what just happened not to say that lando's like lando's an excellent driver um mm, but like clearly. it's like something was like disparate for me i was like something's not right yeah um 
at the end of the day, it was only the first race of the season, so it doesn't mean too much. I feel like between Daniel and Lando, it's going to mm. be such a... like They're going to be one of the most competitive pairings on the grid. Yeah. Inter-team fight is going to be really good, because it's going to change between qualifying and the race. Yeah. It'll be a friendly rivalry, rather than a bitter one. Yeah. No no Hamilton and Rosberg, hopefully. No, no, no. <laughs> Never having a repeat of that, thank you. And then, I just wanted to add, I felt bad for like Schumacher, like Mick, because I think... Yeah, he deserves a good car. Yeah, everyone just like was so like glad to see the name back and it was like very much um, like not hyped, but everyone was like, oh my gosh, like it's just so great to see it again. And, and for him to come, I don't even know where he came. It was like so unmemorable for me, which like, again, has... Uh, last? <laughs> I, don't, I have no idea. I was not even focusing on that. I am pretty sure he finished plum last. Probably. Or around then, anyway. Yeah. Depending on the retirements. He deserves a car that can give him points. Yeah. I feel like if he was a, a competitive car, he could be getting points, fighting. I mean, he won the F2 Championship, and I think he would be a great candidate for yeah. the future Formula One champion. Yeah, like I think father. it's just like it's tough to see him go from being like an F2 champion and then like literally having not a lot to do in the race like at least yeah. let him show what he can do yeah i'm like i'm trying to keep him and his dad completely separate in my mind yeah true true because everyone's trying to compare them he is his own person at the end of the day he's his own driver he's gonna have his own styles mm. and he's gonna make his own legacy in the sport it must be quite like tough for him to be compared to his father all the time also honored like michael schumacher is i can still consider him the greatest driver yeah. of all time there's seven more championships lewis is taking that it's gonna be hard to live up to but i think he can he's got yeah. talent he can get results but not in the house. no it's definitely like he's definitely got a long career ahead of him i in whatever it brings it that's what it brings you know as it'll be um and the podium <laughs> <laughs> that podium made me laugh so hard because can you tell that max was a bit salty that was hilarious. you know i don't think he quite got his point across it was annoyed <laughs> but like the part was it wasn't just max like bottas also just left it was like yeah. they both stood for the anthem took one swig and then they were like i'm out and it i, I could not stop laughing maybe they had a plane to catch who knows <laughs> <laughs> maybe oh the, sorry guys the debrief actually starts in less than a minute i need a rush uh, bye guys like, just peace out fades back into the bush okay. <laughs> but and then it was just it was just lewis and um Whoever their like Mercedes elective official, I can't remember the name. Pardon me, but it was just them two, and I was like, I f kind of feel bad for Lewis, but I kind of don't because how many times have we been on that podium? So, yeah, he'll have more podiums this season. To, yeah, you know, celebrate I guess with other people. Hopefully, Max will be on the top set for a few, and so he can take more than yeah. a swig. And I feel like that's another um, record being close to broken, or may have already been broken. Most consecutive, like. Um, the, the most popular pairing on a podium. So right right now, I think the current record is held by Rosberg, Hamilton, and Vettel. And I think one more one more of the trio of um, Bottas, Hamilton, and Verstappen, and it gets broken or it gets equal to something. Oh my god! They have to double check on that one the next race. That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, it's like somewhere like either fourteen or fifteen right now. I keep forgetting that Max isn't like old <laughs> yeah because Valtteri's like what 30, 30 30 something 30 something he's and Lewis is only 30 and mm. Max is 23 he's been in it for so long though I expect him to be nearing 30 but he's not he's nearly 25 it's not even 25 no. it's just 
He's still so, so young, and I just cannot wrap my head around how successful he is already. It's just, he's gonna have a, he's gonna have a bite. You're making me feel unaccomplished right now. <laughs> no, because same. I just turned 20 and I have nothing. <laughs> I have um, student debt, yay. Oh, yeah, a lot of that, a lot of that. <laughs> um, yeah, so. Yeah, at least I have nice hair. <laughs> Mine was literally falling out last night because of how stressed I was about my assignment today. Oh no. Anywho, it was, it was like not good. Anywho, F1 things, am I right guys? Um, <laughs> yep. Yeah, well quick, we'll do a quick wrap up because that's pr pretty much the end, but I, I just want to ask you like, how do you think this reflects on the rest of the season? Just like in a couple of sentences. I uh, think it's going to be really close between Lewis and Max. Um, I'm hoping for a Red Bull World Championship with Max as the champion. Just so that way Mercedes' dominance is kind of ended, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, I don't want to see Mercedes fail, but I like to see someone Variation. else succeed. Yeah. Just mix it up, you know? Otherwise, it would have dominated the entire era. Mm. And I just feel like there's got to be something wrong with... Not wrong, but something not right. Something off. If someone's dominating for that long and no one's actually challenging yeah. them. It might sound a bit confusing and I'm No, no I get what myself. you mean. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Like, definitely, I'm thinking that there's going to be a much more variation this year like even last season there was a lot a lot more um like excitement and all the new just, podiums like, different podiums which was super exciting to see and i think with the whole new regulations or like starting the new regulations and you know continuing them in 2022 mm. there's just going to be um a lot more like refreshing action yeah. in the races which i hope because already so far fingers crossed i mean with how close everything is i'll be shocked if you know, there aren't some really exciting races with mm. some... Oh, sorry, quick side note. Um, Melbourne track is getting redone. Oh, yes. I, they took I out a Natasha that. Kane and... Just, <laughs> just for the fun. Fair enough, because I think they were thinking... Why not? They wanted to make it another DRS zone. Um, and I think they're widening some of the corners. So that should be exciting for when it happens. Yes. I think. I can't remember which corner no. it was. The exit of one of the final corners is more straight so they can attack yeah. things better. Be I, I don't know. Physics. Physics is not my strong point. <laughs> yeah. You studying biology and me studying visual design <laughs> and we're like, um, yeah, so there's less downforce somewhere. I know somewhere. some things. I know some things uh, about cars. Like, cars uh, can go broom broom and it makes them go broom broom faster. Party mode question mark? <laughs> Anyway. I don't either, understand. and it's out of the like F one now, so we don't have to try and understand it. It's fine. It's fine. We don't someone, have to think about if that. If someone actually knows what party mode is and it can explain it to us, please leave it in, in the yes, comments. Please do. Or on Instagram or Twitter, please. <laughs> I want to party. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah. Uh, okay, I think that just about does it for this podcast episode. If we've missed something, I apologize. I don't think we have though. But if we have, I'm really, really sorry. I mean, if this isn't a lap by lap podcast, so if you're expecting that, apologies. Oh no, <laughs> it's not an order either. No, my mind does not work that way. <laughs> we'll do it. We'll do our best. Yes, we'll try. So plugs, okay. Annika, you can do all of yours first. Oh you yes, hi. Um, yeah, I pretty much only really have Instagram, which is just Annika underscore Pina. Um, we'll put a little post up on our Instagram, which is um after lights out podcast yep after on instagram podcast. so we'll make a little announcement for me so you guys can meet me um and we'll do the same on our twitter which is after lights out with a zero as an o in out Oot. 
Is that even saying? <laughs> yeah. Um, my personal is just alyssa.lapham. It's all going to be in the description of the Instagram bio and the Twitter as well. Yeah. Yeah, easy to navigate and figure out. Um, Ellie's blog, which is Ellie Does F1, make sure you check it out. She's still involved, but she's doing more of a social media role within the team for the foreseeable future, just because she has a lot going on at the moment and a lot of exciting projects. Yeah, I'm kind of jealous, not going to lie. She's got a lot of exciting things mm. going on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited though. No, it won't be the last we hear of her. <laughs> so we've got Annika as her beautiful replacement. <laughs> Thank you. Um, we have to have yeah, some of the so... accent always. Get rid of the Geordie, bring in an Aussie. Uh, okay, it works we, out fine. <laughs> we both have accents, this is not working. <laughs> I don't have an accent. To me you do. <laughs> to me you do. <laughs> right, well, this is, this is going to be the Spider-Man meme with us pointing fingers at each other. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for tuning in. We're both very very grateful if you're still here listening i guess this is the end yeah please uh subscribe rate review do all those things yeah. that those podcasters <laughs> tell you to do at every episode which i think we have to start doing um oh, yeah for sure i don't know what they do though either but yeah so go um subscribe uh rate review make sure you like following to listen us on yep. whatever podcast platform you're listening to yeah, us on and if you have any suggestions or comments, you can leave that in our Twitter or Instagram, like Alyssa said earlier. Easy. Happy days. Easy peasy. So stay safe. Stay healthy. Bye. Yeah. And we'll see you for the next race. Yeah. Next race. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>